Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire young women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Welcome to the opening segment called Getting to Know You. Original, I know. Today I've got Amy with me. Hi, Amy. Hi, Sarah. What's your favourite family tradition and why? It's a bit boring and not very exciting, but Christmas. Like, it's just. Christmas is not boring. It's, you know, it's like, so or just fun. kind of like done. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, Christmas, that's not original. Yeah. But, you know, like, it's, yeah, I love Christmas. It's something that's just fun and it's something that we get to do every year and it's always like a big family thing. And yeah. When was the last time you had an amazing meal? I've been sick for quite a while. So. I like had a potato for dinner so amazing is kind of like you know <laughs> a meal that always sticks out to me mm-hmm. was a meal on my honeymoon that we had in this amazing restaurant in Queenstown New Zealand and it was called the Botswana Butchery they had the most amazing souffle for dessert and it's something I'll just never forget what's the best part of waking up in the morning seeing my husband <laughs> he's probably listening Correct to this <laughs> <laughs> and obviously my girls I've got two yeah. beautiful girls when kids wake up in the morning they are so excited yeah, about the day so that's yeah that's a really fun thing to wake up to. Amy, can you tell us a little bit about your life? Okay, well, I'm 31 years young, I'd like to say. I was born in South Africa and I moved to Australia when I was 11 years old. I moved with my mum, my dad and my little brother. We did mosey around Australia for a little bit. We eventually settled on the beautiful Gold Coast. Love living here and enjoy it. I was brought up in a Christian home and I always attended church. And about probably six or eight years of age, can't quite remember, was when I gave my life to Jesus. And I really distinctly remember, I don't remember doing it or saying the prayer, but I remember driving home and telling my mum about it and her just being so excited and me being excited. It was just this little, you know, moment in the car. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so that was something that kind of stands out about that. In my late teens, I probably, you know, like most people, you know, experimented a little bit, had a bit of fun, you know, rebelled a bit. But I always attended church and continued to keep my faith alive. And, you know, funnily enough, I used to take friends along to church that I used to hang out and do all sorts of things with. (laughs) God was always there. He never, never sort of disappeared into the background and it just kept me planted and I kind of just moved through that phase quite smoothly nothing too dramatic and just you know kept on going with life towards the end of the uni I met my beautiful husband Chris and then we dated for about a year and a half and got married we've now been married for almost seven years which just seems like such a long time (laughs) we have three beautiful children Mm -hmm. have little Summer who's four We've got beautiful little Fleur, our little pocket rocket. She's two. And at the beginning of the year, we had a little baby boy who was stillborn at 18 weeks. And his name is Jack, and he's hanging out in heaven with Jesus. That's awesome. (laughs) Up until perhaps the beginning of this year, life was pretty... You know, it had its ups and downs, nothing too major, but definitely losing a little boy was quite the doozy. And that's probably where I really learned and understood about God's peace. And that's pretty much me up to now. That's what you're going to talk about tonight. Yes. Yeah, or today, I should say, or whenever you listen to this podcast. Why do you think it's important for us to realise in today's society about God's peace and understand that? I think in a world that holds perfection on a pedestal, Mm. we really need to know that stuff does happen. Stuff goes wrong and we need to know how to deal with it internally as well. Obviously, you know, utilising God and 
how he works within us and how we can, I guess, lack of a better way of saying it, like channeling him and being able to, you know, sort of get through life using him and those and those times and mm-hmm. realising that it's not all smooth sailing and life's not perfect. We can get through. This is, a, yeah, a great topic because I think everyone experiences a low at some point in their life. Yeah, and we just For don't sure. see it. You mm-hmm. know, we in this life of Instagram and Facebook and it's, you mm-hmm. know, everyone's just having a fabulous time. They're looking fabulous. They're feeling fabulous. And people don't ever Instagram when... Happy days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like, you know, oh my goodness, this has happened and it was crazy and it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I think it's just, it's good to kind of, you know, let women know and people know that it does happen and you know what, we can get through it mm-hmm. and it's okay and... There's no way of stopping it or avoiding it, but it's just about how to deal with it and get through it. What's your personal experience with understanding God's peace? As I mentioned before, when I was 18 weeks pregnant, I went and got like a routine scan and unfortunately my doctor couldn't pick up a heartbeat. So we had to go through the process of giving birth to my little boy Mm. and sort of ending and finalising that journey of his life. And that was a time that was it's pretty daunting to, to know that my baby was no longer alive and that I had to meet him and I was going to go through the birth process and mm. all of that and actually get to see this, see this child that I essentially don't, didn't really know because, you know, they're, they're inside of me. And, and I was expecting, you know, for him to be born like my two other little girls and be running around and, you know, doing mm. life with him. And that just wasn't the case. So that's where I really had to... I guess latch on to God and really ask him for peace because it was a a slow process in terms of first finding out and then having to my husband was overseas at the time I had to call him tell him all about it and then you have to sort of you know book in the process of going to hospital and then there's the labor part which takes time and then Mm. also just not knowing and understanding what's coming up and how it's going to go and how you're going to react and sort of just anything because it was a complete unknown to us and, and a very sad time as well and so I basically I had no choice but to, to ask God just to help me and give me the peace and know that even though this is possibly the worst thing I could think of in life, that I was able to just get through it mm. and also try and take something from it, not just feel like it was this crazy disaster that was going to end me. So, yeah, that's a time that I, I really just learned to hold on to that. And you always hear about people within church and when you chat to friends in Christian circles that they talk about, oh, you know, I really hope you have peace and hope you mm-hmm. feel peace. And, you know, you, you sort of feel it, but I, I can really say that I genuinely 100% understand what that peace that surpasses all understanding is, that you just got it. You know, yeah. sometimes it's hard to explain, but it's just there and this is how it is. What does the Bible tell us about God's peace? Well, for starters, in Isaiah 9, 6, Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. Mm. So Jesus is peace, (laughs) pretty much. Peace is also one of the fruits of the Spirit. When the God of all peace, as Paul refers to God as, comes to live within your heart, he creates and he develops his own characteristics in your life. This then develops an inner peace and knowing that circumstances are temporary and that God is sovereign over all. I also, in a bit of my research, found out that peace, when translated from the Bible, actually means to tie together as a whole when all essential parts are joined together. This inner peace then equals a wholeness within your spirit and your mind and a whole heart at rest. Also in John 16:33, Jesus told his followers, "In this world you will have many troubles, but take heart, I have overcome the world." 
So essentially, having peace doesn't mean that trouble isn't going to come your way. It means that you have the peace and presence of God within you to be able to deal and cope with it all. I love that John 16, 3. Was that 33? 33, yeah. So good. Yeah, just knowing that life's not all roses, but it's okay. Mm. God's already overcome and has already actually, even though you're still going through the process, he's actually already sorted Mm. it out. Do you have any verses or inspiring stories that you've heard of people that haven't experienced God's peace? This is just a little, quite a funny little story. I remember back in Sunday school, as we used mm. to call it, a little song that we used to sing about casting your burdens mm. onto Jesus. Are you going to sing it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually don't know all the words, but I just, it stuck with me all this year, mm. all these years, cast your burdens onto Jesus. And I remember you had to do the actions of sort of casting and whatnot, yeah. you know, particularly when we found out about Jack and knowing that I had to book in and go to the hospital, it was something that I hadn't done yet. And I remember just standing in my bedroom and, um, kind of just talking to God and just being like, wow, this is this is bigger than anything I could ever imagine or understand. I don't actually even know. Like I imagined it as a giant blown up beach ball that was so huge that it was nothing to grab onto, nothing to grasp onto. The only choice I had was to like free fall in God's peace basically. Mm-hmm. Actually visualized myself with a fishing rod and this giant lump of stuff on the bottom of it and just actually casting it over to the foot of the cross and just leaving it you know at the cross and just saying god here it is i I got nothing like i really really need you right now and i'm actually just giving this to you and whatever you do with it i'm just gonna run with that and i know that it's gonna gonna work out however it does so i think that's the biggest thing is just being able to perhaps even visualize it. It sounds a bit silly, but I think because it's something internal, it's hard to sort of sometimes really feel like you've done something or made a decision. And when you actually visualize it, it, yeah, I think it really helps to sort of go, you know what? No, I did that. And I can now move past that. And it's like that practical step almost. Yeah. 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 What practical steps can listeners take to seek peace? Pray. You know, that's a, a good way. Just talking to God, just letting him know your burdens, letting him know your troubles, even though he knows them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's one of those things, it's like saying it out aloud, it's, you know, But again, it's for us. It. It's like what you're saying with the visualization. Yeah. Yeah. You just actually need to mm. talk about it and you've got to put it out. And I also find sometimes saying things makes it feel better. I remember with, even, you know, when, when losing Jack, I actually, it was something that, you know, I was so troubled with and you know it was so emotional and so full on but I remember when I texted a couple of girlfriends mm-hmm. within my connect group and just said this is what's going on can I have some prayer and even just messaging it to them not saying it out loud but writing it in text there's mm-hmm. something that just like released in me and it was kind of like wow I just told someone mm-hmm. like and it made me feel better and it wasn't so bad talking it through whether you're talking it with God or you're talking with someone steps that can help you know kind of get through and get yeah, to that piece. <laughs> Do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners today? I was going to say, don't worry. You know, mm. stuff happens. You just, you can't sit around worrying and freaking out and thinking, oh my goodness, what's going to happen next? I need to be on guard. But I think the big thing is just to be confident and know that the Prince of Peace is on our side. If you have accepted Jesus into your life and he's living inside of you, you know, as I said before, he has already created and developed his own characteristics within you. And those are the characteristics that will get you through. Thanks 
for joining us. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So good. Thanks for listening to today's episode, everyone. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.